Welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe. Where we go with the guests, we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a person who some would say is a person, some would say is like some cosmic entity that is uh, nigh a noble. Sammy. Yeah. Yeah. So today we're talking about Eon. Now, let's say. You had to create someone called Eod. What would you do? I don't know. It makes me think about, like, stars and space. Y- yeah. But that's, <laughs> although, you won't guess what it, what they look like, because it's, it's a thing. It's the thing, you oh, know? Wow. It, can you try to describe it? Uh, it's, it's like a horror tree with a very bad lead. Yeah. I mean, a horror tree. Hmm. Okay. Well, so, so it does look very tree-like. It has a very cartoony eye with a very cartoony hand. And it has a mask thing. And it has some really good hair. Mm. There's some really good, just like, <laughs> you can tell that, like, it's, it's kind, kind of like, no, a little disheveled, but like that artfully disheveled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it first showed up in Captain Marvel issue number 28 in September 1973. And this has cover piece theater. Cover piece theater. Um, so to set the scene, we have just a lot going on. Um, we have what looks like, what looks like the Avengers. They're, they're on the ground and being defeated. And you have Captain Marvel, who's just in anguish. And you could tell because his fists are in the air and he's like, I'm anguished. <laughs> and then you have Thanos in the background, just basically just shit talking, which I love. Behold, Marvel, the mighty Avengers, will fail like leaves up before my power. Thus, what chance do you have alone? But I will fight you, Thanos, and I will triumph or die. <laughs> And it also, it's featuring the, the mad menace of Thanos, Overlord of Titan. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's where he appeared. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, so we're, we're gonna just, uh, go through his very short entry. Again, it's a theme mm-hmm. with this book. Very short entries. It's gonna change once I do my next season, which is gonna be over 1700 episodes long. Wow. Uh, so. <laughs> That's dedication. Well, you know, I need something to do on the weekends. Um, so Eon is a sentient quasi-physical form 
roughly 20 feet in height that resembles a tree with certain humanoid features. Sure. Um, and possesses great power and considerable knowledge of the cosmos. Almost as old as the universe itself, Eon was among the first sentient entities formed in the wake of the Bing Bang, of the Bing Bang, you know, the Bing Bang, um, <laughs> the Big Bang, and had existed for 8 billion years. I thought it was older. I thought the universe is older than that. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know either. I'm too, my brain, my brain's too empty right now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Eon claims to be the offspring of eternity, who is the entity that embodies all life in the universe, the celestial axis, uh, which is the pattern of organic energy threading itself through the known universe and time itself, which appears to be another aspect of the entity called eternity. Now, eternity, who might sh- actually show up in a Marvel movie at some point, Okay. Um, and some, some think showed up in the first Ape Man movie when he was going through a called Quantum Realm. Um, a little bit, I you see like so a, far behind on Marvel movies. Uh, you, uh, I don't, don't listen to the haters. The Ant Man movies are actually really good, and I think they're some of the better ones. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Eternity might show up. It's, it's literally like, like, like what if a dude, had like a star pattern like what if you took a cut out of a dude and just put pasted star pattern stuff but it's like this is a whole universe but like as a person but also comic stuff um, yeah. <laughs> um so uh until quite recently eon dwelt in a pocket dimension adjacent to earth's atmosphere uh, earth's universe which it could observe this universe however eon can materialize anywhere in the universe it chooses Ion appears short of a cosmic custodian that monitors life in the universe. Beings with an abundance of power, particularly for a certain phenomenon on Earth. Wait, what? I missed the thing. Beings with abundance of power particularly attract Aeon's attention. Aeon is believed to be responsible for a certain phenomenon on Earth, a planet which lies along the celestial axis. Aeon apparently had something to do with certain other dimensions, which beings of godlike powers dwell. Okay. What does that... That was just a... Eh. Yeah. Maybe. That was a question mark. Yeah, that was... It gives the example of... um like a physical so basically celestial axis like manifests as like a physical object mm-hmm. so like in asgard it appears as interstellar the world tree yeah yeah that's what basically what i thought of like when i saw the picture so eon's principal function is to nurture the evolution of sentient life forms of the universe and maintain condition maintain condition conductive to earth within the universe which seems to be a noble goal for the most part. Um, Eon regards Earth and its human denizens as having particular importance in the history of the universe. Eon regards the present time as a crucial one in Earth's history due to continuing emergence over recent decades of growing numbers of superhuman beings. Eon believes that the superhuman race is quickly evolving on Earth. Well, it, that is quickly evolving on Earth, will bring a golden age to the universe as a whole. 
Mm-hmm. He's one of the only people who believes that. It always goes bad at the future. <laughs> um, uh, one of Eon's major functions is the appointment of a protector of life within the universe. Since the beginning of the present universe, Aeon had anticipated major threats to life in the universe and had chosen champions to defend the universe against these threats. It's not known how frequently Aeon appoints these protectors. If there is virtually unbroken progression among them, or if they are only selected when the time is needed. So, Mm. like, you know, know, he he works in mysterious ways, you know, like that godfella. Yeah. Yeah, um, Eon has appointed numerous protectors of the universe, selecting them from various alien races, including one from the Elan. But one of uh, one of these champions wore devices. But all, all but one of these champions wore devices called the Quantum Bands that Eon created, that enables them to manipulate energy at will. Eon also bestows them with other powers uh, upon the other powers upon the champions. The first champion of life he appointed was Galactar, who Eon appointed five billion years ago. Um, okay. In recent years, uh, Eon chose Captain Marvel of the Kree as a protector of the universe, which was a real bad idea. Like, he's not that good and pretty mm-hmm. useless. Um, Marvel led Earth's staunchest champions against Thanos, who Ultimately was defeated by them. Eon granted Marvel heightened consciousness called cosmic awareness to aid him in his crusade against Thanos. Marvel was the only one of the champions shows by Eon who did not wear the wristbands, which fallen in possession of a costume crusader known as Marvel Boy. Yeah. And uh, following Marvel's ca- uh, death from cancer, also the most interesting thing he did. Um, mm-hmm. Aeon selected Wendell uh, Elvis Vaughn, also known as the champion Quasar, as the next protector of the universe. Quasar already acquired the wristband through Marvel Boy's death. Aeon told Quasar that he was to defend both the universe and Aeon itself from an as-of-yet-identified menace to both of them that originates on Earth. So as better to protect Aeon, he sought he brought Aeon back to Earth and concealed Aeon in the offices of the Four Freedom Plaza in Manhattan, uh, which is which is the Fantastic Four's home. Oh, right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he, he remains there at this time advising Quasar and his mention against un- the Identified Menace. So, you know, he's basically Zordon. Mm. Oh, did, did you did you not get Power Rangers over there, or did you not watch it? I I did, but I watched it when I was really young. Oh, I watched it uh, again recently. It's not that good. <laughs> you could tell it was made for little babies. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's Eon. Apparently, has three three dads. That's cool. I mean, let's hope that that works out well. I, I, I mean, it seems to work okay. The universe hasn't collapsed yet. <laughs> so, well, I mean, it has. 
It actually has. Actually, no, it has. Never <laughs> mind. Oh, it went bad for them. It went real bad for them. So. Oh well. Um. Yeah, that's it. Okay. So, uh, do you, do you want to do your plugs? Sure. Um. So yeah, you can check me out uh, on YouTube and Instagram and any of the, well, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff, socials, uh, for Luke Report 1515. Okay. Games and such. Well, my name is uh, Jesse. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters where, well, nope, I already did that one. Um, I have another podcast called Over in Smith where me and my friend Faith reads H.P. Lovecraft stories chronologically with each other. And we also release like a, you know, like an audio book thing um, with them. And uh, I think it's, I think it's cool. Um, so. What, what am I? Wait, what am I going to, what am I going to say? Okay, if you want to support me monetarily, you can go to. Uh, patreon.com slash alphabet flight. And if you want to look at some of these, uh, these weirdos, you can go to at alphabet flight on Twitter, Instagram, where you'll have a post, uh, saying like, like, look at this thing. Um, <clears throat> and then, uh, bu- 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 if you want to, uh, you can also rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff on the podcatcher that you are listening to this on. And, uh, this has been Alphabet Flight. May Conchie protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Mm-hmm.